0: now, America's healthcare advocate, Carrie Hall. Hello, America. Welcome to America's Healthcare Advocate show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Our producer, Mr. Darren Wilhite. I'm your host, Carrie Hall. This is your show, America. Thank you for joining us, and making us one of the most listened to talk shows throughout the United States. Now, on over 200 radio stations, coast to coast. Thanks to all of you in our listening audience. And our great partners at Radio America who made that possible for us. We're pretty excited about that. If you want to listen to this show after we do it or tell somebody about it that they may want to have an interest in or listen to it, all of our shows are posted on the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com, americashealthcareadvocate.com. You can send me an email from that website as well. Um, And... Uh, the shows are podcast on iTunes, TuneIn, Spreaker, and SoundCloud. Um, if you have a question, you want help with something, you can call the toll-free number 877-385-2224 and ask for the lovely Joyce Thompson. She will be happy to help you if you have a health insurance, state health care, or you just want to l- give me an idea for a topic on a show you'd like to hear about, feel free to make that call. Or, again, go to the website americashealthcareadvocate.com. Um, and send me an email. In studio with me today, for the first time, which I did not know, Roxanne Shanks, CEO of Life Flight Eagle. Joey Ariza, VP, Vice President of Clinical Services. And Matt Doherty, who normally does these shows with me, Director of Business Development. Welcome one and all.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us.
0: Great to have you guys in here today. So, you know, I always enjoy doing these shows because I, I really think it's important for our community to understand this what I consider to be a pretty special relationship Um, what Life Like Eagle brings to this community and what we have when I look at some of the other communities. And I'll make a couple of anecdotal examples today as we do the show um, about what I call conglomerate versus um, a community-based not-for-profit. So, Roxanne, let's just kind of start with that, okay? Uh, You know, it's important for the audience to understand that this is a community-based not-for-profit program that services all of in and around the Kansas City metro. We'll talk about that a little bit here in a minute. But just talk a little bit about that whole concept and how that's so different.
1: Yeah, Life Flight Eagle was (coughs) formed in uh, 1996. But prior to that, they were here for 40 years in two different programs. And it is a non-for-profit organization owned by Health Systems in Kansas City. And we serve northwest Missouri. And so we are here for the communities, for the patients, and not for profits of large conglomerate private investment. Um, And that is the difference. And you will see most air medical programs in the country now, a large portion of them are owned by private investment companies. And they don't stay in the communities very long. They will move bases around to try to make profits. And that's what their focus is on. It's not for the patients necessarily. Um, And that's the difference between Life Flight Eagle. We have been invested in the communities that we serve and we here to support those patients and communities, and that's what we are committed to, and that's why we've been here as long as we have.
0: Yeah, you have, and, and you've done some great work, and we've had the honor and the privilege over the last, I don't know, I think we've been doing this, I think about 13 years, something like that, Matt, my total history with LifeLight Flight Eagle, um, of having some great stories, you know, of people who have had their lives literally saved after some horrifically tragic accidents, um, hunting accidents, farming accidents, automobile accidents. Um, People just work. One one gentleman I remember, Matt, was working at Walmart in the warehouse and had a heart attack, and him and his wife were on the show later on and was life-flighted into, I believe it was St. Luke's if I remember correctly, um, and, and it saved his life. So some pretty amazing stuff uh, that, that Life Flight does um, uh, throughout the, the northwest Missouri. Let's talk a little bit about, because it's not just Missouri, let's talk a little bit, Matt, about the counties that are served by Life Flight Eagle, because there are quite a few of them now.
2: Absolutely. We serve central and western Missouri and, and north Missouri, as well as the eastern counties in Kansas. So Johnson County, Kansas, Miami County, Kansas, Lynn County, Kansas, as well as Anderson County, Kansas. Um, are, are kind of the Kansas uh, side communities that we serve. And then really from the Iowa border all the way down south of Truman Lake um, and from um, the, the far west border of Missouri all the way over into Saline County and Benton County um, uh, to, the, to the western edge of Lake of the Ozarks, uh, if you kind of draw that, draw that line, uh, you'll kind of see where we serve Um, And you can always go to lifelighteagle.org and you can see the map of our service area there as well.
0: Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Um, I I remember years ago doing uh, one of these shows with Chris and talking about the golden hour, that golden hour and why being able to fly from some of these rural communities back into Kansas City if you've got a major medical issue that they can't treat in a community hospital can make such a difference. And that's basically what you're talking about, isn't it, Matt?
2: Absolutely. We've got four community-based aircraft um, there in Chillicothe, Missouri. In Odessa, Missouri, in Harrisonville, Missouri, and in Clinton, Missouri, and we put those aircraft out in those in those rural communities because that puts us closer to the patients that we serve. That allows us to have a, a very short period of time uh, to get the patient um, to get to the patient and pick them up, and then uh, allows us to transport that patient back to uh, the large hospital. Whether that's in Kansas City, which is where most of our patients go, but we also take a lot of patients to Columbia as well as to
0: Springfield. So. Joey, you're, you're you're the VP of Clinical Services. You know one of the things that's different about Life Flight that I find interesting is you've got a three person crew on every one of these planes, on every one of these aircraft not planes, or helicopters, folks. But having said that, so you've got the pilot, you've got mm-hmm. a paramedic, and you've got a nurse. Talk a little bit mm-hmm. about. I mean, you're the director of clinical services. Talk mm-hmm. a little bit about that training. I always sure. thought it was interesting here how much training you had to have to be a nurse. You can't just walk in as a nurse and start working at Life Flight E. We'll talk mm-hmm. a little bit about that.
3: So um, all of our nurses and paramedics have to have a minimum of five years experience. Our nurses, um, we need that to be critical care experience, whether it be ER, ICU, or a critical care area in the hospital and with the paramedics, um, they also have to have the five years experience um, and they typically come from a busy ALS service where they've had a lot of experience um, dealing with patients who are very sick. Um, once they are have their five years of um, service, they can apply and we have a list of requirements that they all must meet and they go through the hiring process, the interview and hiring process, and, and then we begin orientation. And orientation... Uh, starts out um, as a classroom setting and they're on orientation for a minimum of 90 days after that. So we do a lot of in-depth training with them.
0: And and that's important, Matt, you know, you and I've talked about this a lot. It's Mm -hmm. important from the time that patient is picked up, wherever that may be, Mm -hmm. till the time they are brought to the hospital, if they're here, if they're coming here in Kansas City or you're going up to Iowa, whatever the case may be, Mm -hmm. you're transmitting that information from from that nurse and that paramedic directly mm-hmm. to the hospital so they know when you arrive, you've got a stroke patient, we've got somebody that just had a massive heart attack, whatever that case may be. Let's chat mm-hmm. about that a little bit.
2: We're able to, uh, if, for example, we have a patient that's had a heart attack, we can communicate with that hospital um, when we're still on the ground picking that patient up. Um, we can communicate and let the hospital know hey we have a, a patient that's having a heart attack inbound so that they can activate their uh, cardiac team at the hospital and then when we're about 15 minutes out we're actually able to have that nurse or paramedic communicate directly with uh, the nursing team and the physicians at the hospital communicating exactly what that patient's condition is at that time all of the statistics and that kind of stuff so that when we get skids down at that receiving hospital uh, we're able to um, hand off that patient care very seamlessly and that patient is able to receive the definitive treatment that they need, whether it's a stroke or it's a heart attack or it's a trauma patient.
0: Well, and and, and you, you mentioned strokes. Let's talk about that a little bit because a lot of the hospitals now have very specific teams, Joey, mm-hmm. that, that, that are there specifically for stroke and mm-hmm. they have to get those people in there mm-hmm. and get them. So chat about that before we go to break here for just a moment.
3: Sure. Um, we do a lot of training. Um, you specifically mentioned stroke um, and they fall into a category of uh, time critical diagnosis or TCDs. Um, so we all of our crews are educated and trained um, to give early notification to those facilities, as Matt was saying, um, to give them that heads up and to activate their teams. But um, if we are coming in with a stroke patient, we try to give as early of a heads up as possible um, and we take that patient to a, um, a stroke designated center so they can get the absolute very best chance of recovering um, and coming out of that stroke as much as possible.
0: So, and that can make a big difference, folks. Mm-hmm. It makes a really big difference in the case of stroke because the treatments that are available, if these hospitals and, and the stroke teams know in advance what's going on, it certainly does make a difference. If you want information about Life Flight Eagle, you can go to the website, www.lifeflighteagle.org, or you can call 888-601-4913. 888-601-4913. If you're interested in their membership program, $59 a year, that's for the whole family not per person. Uh, it's a pretty amazing benefit. We're going to come back. We're going to come back after the break. When we do, we're going to talk a little bit more about what, what Life Flight Eagle does in the community. I think this is really important because this is one of the big differences between what they do and what the conglomerate companies do. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HI radio network, coast to coast across the USA. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast-to-coast coast across the Fruited Plain. Here on the HIE Radio Network, you can find out more about us by going to our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. If you have a question, send me an email. I'll be happy to answer it. Our producer today, the always perfect Mr. Darren Wilhite, I'm your host, Kerry Hall. Coming up the segment, we're going to continue the conversation with the folks from Life Flight Eagle. Roxanne Shanks is in the studio with me. Joey Ariza is in studio, and Matt Doherty is in studio with me. We're talking about what Life Flight Eagle brings to our community, why it's different, what are those services, and if you're interested in membership, how you can get involved and have a membership. And why would you do that? Well, it's $59 a year. And we'll talk a little bit more about this in, in the upcoming segment, the third segment of the show. But do understand that, you know, while your health insurance will cover a portion of this, Almost all the health insurance doesn't cover all of it. And I don't care if you're on Medicare, like me, on a Medicare supplement plan, or you're on a regular group health insurance plan. So the $59 covers all of the cost. So you don't get stuck with a big bill after you have an incident. So if you want information on that, the website is LifeFlightEagle.org, LifeFlightEagle.org. Or you can call 888-601-4913. That's 888-601-4913. So we talked about this a little bit in the opening, Roxanne. Mm-hmm. One of the things that – one of the biggest things that separates Life Flight Eagle from all these conglomo air companies that are out there um, – Obviously, stability is, is an issue. You've been here for over 30 years, right? But let, this community involvement thing, there, Matt and I have talked about this extensively. But let's let's focus on that for a few minutes and just chat about that. And then, then we can talk a little bit about your latest community program, and that's the one up in Chillicothe. So let's just start with the overall on how you interact with the different, different folks in the communities, especially in the rural communities.
1: Sure. A big piece of that is our community involvement. And a lot of what we do is outreach education. We have been providing outreach education for years to the emergency personnel, the hospital personnel, fire departments. And this is all to help provide them training and education so they can provide the highest level of care to the patients in their communities as well. And it's thousands of hours a year. We provide landing zone trainings, clinical training, and, and this is all to help support them, again, to provide that care in the communities. And it, it just goes back to how can we support and do what's right for the patients and that's just we feel that's a commitment that we want to provide for the patients and the p- people that provide the care in those communities. And you
0: know, and it's interesting because the rural fire departments and, and, and ambulance services, a lot of them don't have money for these kind of training programs. So Lifelight Eagle is spending their money to help Correct. train those I, I remember when I went to the opening of the base in Chillicothe and I got there like an hour, a little over an hour early. I was I had trouble finding a parking place, but I saw all of the different departments around Chillicothe who were there for the grand opening of, of that facility. So talk a little bit about that because the rural fire departments, again, they don't have a lot of the wherewithal to do these things.
1: They don't have the the dollars or the equipment. And, that right. is, and as the years have gone on, that training dollars have even gotten less and less for them. We've seen the need and the request increase. So we've really? tried to invest in more and more training and take it out to them and become more mobile for them because they just don't have the budgets to be able to provide that type of training for them.
0: That's a critical piece and it's a big deal. Matt, your latest um, community uh, partnership uh, is it's been a while coming, but it's here now. Um, And that's the ground ambulance up in Chilicothe. So I understood from before we went on the air today that you've actually started taking patients. Let's talk about what that partnership is about and why did you do that? Why was that important? Sure,
2: we've always uh, thought of patient care as being really fast um, flying patients, um, but the reality is sometimes we have um, weather conditions that don't allow us to fly. and when that happens, we have this really highly trained crew that's a community resource that um, is is grounded. they They're not able to to help the patients um, who need their care the most at that time. And so we have uh, we began exploring several years ago the opportunity to um, to put those crews in ground ambulances when we're not able to fly. And the Chillicothe Fire Department and the folks in Chillicothe have been wonderful to work with. And they actually approached us and said, hey, what, what, what if we create a critical care ground partnership? Um, and so now when we're not able to fly because of inclement weather, uh, we are able to partner with the Chillicothe Fire Department. We use their ambulance and one of their personnel drives. And our team is able to provide the critical care in the back of the ambulance. And so we now do that for um, inter-facility transports, and that's a hospital-to-hospital uh, transport and so we don't have the advantage of speed that we have when we're flying, but we still are able to provide that very high level of critical care. Uh, it's a mobile intensive care, care unit, if you will. And so when that patient who needs that intensive care has to go from one hospital to the other, they are able to stay in that intensive care environment for the, the entire duration of their transport.
0: And Joey, that's different than typically what the rural ambulance services offer because they don't have those personnel, am I right? Mm-hmm. And and so what you're doing as, as as Matt just pointed out is it's actually like a critical care unit in the ambulance uh, as as you're taking them to another hospital. So that provides a different level of service. Yes.
3: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. We um, and also the equipment that um, we utilize on those patients, we take that equipment with us as well. Um, but yeah, definitely the um, the training um, that we go through and the advanced certification processes and the advanced training allows us to give those patients. Um, an advanced level of care on their ride to the hospital.
0: So Roxanne, you do things like, um, uh, practice drills and, and so talk a little cause that that's done with these rural fire departments. It's, it's done with the first responders or right. police or fire. Talk a little bit about that and how that training is important because you just don't go out there and land a helicopter Correct. anywhere. There has to be you know, a certain protocol. How does that right. work?
1: We do landing zone trainings with the local fire. They set up the landing zones for us, and we do training around how to approach the helicopters. so we keep safety in mind so no one gets hurt when we're landing and doing those types of things. And then we also do drills with the hospitals, and this is around patient drills when we're doing these. As Joey mentioned earlier, time-critical diagnosis patients with strokes and heart attacks, we will actually do patient drills with them. So we go through those processes of alerting those specialty teams within the hospital's on the receiving end, and we do those drills with multiple hospitals throughout the region so we can practice those processes as well.
0: So that really, Matt, that really makes the process pretty smooth when you're training with St. Luke's or Research or or whoever it may be. Um, Absolutely. It's, or it's, Children's it's, Mercy or the various hospitals you participate with so they know – how to interact with Life Flight Eagle when you're bringing that patient to them at 150 miles an hour.
2: It's no different from a professional sports team in terms of their, their professional athletes, but they practice constantly, and we do very much the same. Um, practice the, the handoffs, practice the patient care, um, practice working with each of those different facilities so that when the real thing happens, um, we've, we've already been through the motions of it. We know exactly what we're going to do, and we can give that patient the very best chance of making a positive outcome.
0: Yeah, and, and it, it's the care and coordination, Roxanna, all of that, all, pulling all that together. That's the part that makes this different. And, you know, back to what I said when we opened this segment, there's a huge difference between the way that's done and the way, you know, the the conglomerate companies that are traded on Wall Street uh, operate their businesses. Yes.
1: Correct. And that's, you know, that's 20, 30 plus years of relationships and trust that have been built between these teams. And they know who's coming to get their patients and who's delivering the patients. And that, that makes a huge difference to have those relationships already there and um, for the patients, especially, yeah. which is most important
0: we come back from the break, we're going to talk about, and I kind of like this, I think Matt coined this, patients are people, they're not dollar signs. We're going to get into that a little bit, and we're going to talk about what that means and how there's a difference here between what happens at Life Flight Eagle and the for-profit company. Stay tuned. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HI radio network, coast to coast across the USA. If you want information on the membership program, 888-601-4913 or lifeflighteagle.org, $59 a year. the whole family. I've been a card-carrying Life Flight member for, I think, 14 years now. So it's a very smart thing to do, folks. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more after the break. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HIE Radio Network. You can find out more about us by visiting our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. Our producer today, Mr. Darren Wilhite. I'm your host, Kerry Hall. We're going to continue our conversation with the folks from Life Flight Eagle. In studio with me today, Roxanne Shanks, Joey Ariza, and Matt Doherty, um, all here talking about what What the Life Flight Eagle program does, how it serves our community, and the fact that they are a not for profit, which is a really big deal when you put it in the context of all the services that get delivered. You know, I I said when I went out on the last break that I've had that card, I think for 13 or 14 years. Um, In fact, sometimes I take it out and show it to Matt because it's all broken up and I probably need to get a new one. But having said that, um, you know, I've had countless people on this broadcast that have talked about what it meant to have that membership for Life Flight Eagle and how important it was. The phone number is 888-601-4913, 888 601-4913 Six zero one four nine one three 601-4913 or lifeflighteagle.org is the website, lifeflighteagle.org. $59 a year for the whole family. Um, I think it should be more, but I've never convinced them of that. So Roxanne's smiling, maybe. maybe, maybe. <laughs> it's $59 a year. That covers everybody in your family. So believe me, you're not going to get a phone call the day that you're in a horrible automobile accident or, or, or something happens where you need to be life flighted. It happens, and you, you don't have any warning about it. This this membership program protects you from out of pocket costs and it's a big deal. So we're going to talk a little bit about some of those costs in this segment. So let's let's do that for a little bit. Yeah, Roxanne, you know, as I said, um, I think Matt coined this phrase. I'd like to take credit for it, but it's not mine. Patients are people, not dollar signs. Well, that is focuses on your approach to doing this versus. And this, folks, there's nothing wrong with making a profit and people trading on Wall Street. You know. He, I firmly believe in that. But we're talking about a totally different situation here. And so let's talk about that, the difference between patients or people, not dollar signs, doing the right things for patients and the community, your whole structure of, of that and how that all functions.
1: Sure. I mean, it really all comes down to how you treat the patient after they've been transported and and, and they get a bill. And yeah. that's really what we want to focus on. You know, it it's not inexpensive to provide these services as you mentioned and it regardless of the type of insurance or Medicare or whatever you're covered by it's multi-million dollar helicopters we have highly trained staff at bases 24-7 so that state of readiness isn't cheap and to cover those expenses we rely on revenue from the patient transports and that's how we get our funds so for years we've been committed to minimizing the out-of-pocket expenses for our patients that they would owe. And so nearly 20 years ago, we became an in-network with the region's largest health insurer. And that's really where we started focusing on how can we minimize what the patients would have to owe out of pocket. And since that time, we've become in-network with our second largest insurers while we continue that process. And then in 2008 is when we launched our membership program that you've been mentioning in the show. Yep, And that was another way that we wanted to try to offset that for patients so they wouldn't have bills at the end so regardless of whatever their coverage were they wouldn't have any out-of-pocket expenses and as you mentioned you know that's $59 a year so regardless of whether they're insured that's for everybody everybody you got
0: five kids and your wife or five kids and your husband whatever it's 59 bucks
1: no out-of-pocket expenses and then to go beyond that it still is how do you help the patient when they get a bill and that's where I think life ego really differentiates themselves from anybody else so we have put processes and systems in place, so how can we help them manage through that process? So if you do have a bill, you know, what financial assistance can be provided? Do you qualify for, you know, charity care? Is there payment systems and processes that can be put in place? You're not going to read stories about us putting liens on people's homes, as you've read about other oh, companies I've do. got a
0: couple of good stories. Yeah.
1: So that, that's really where we try to differentiate ourselves, because this is their worst day. They've had to have yeah. transport. They're very sick and ill. They shouldn't then be bankrupt because they've got a bill at the end and not, yeah. not no one helping them try to manage through that process. Yeah, so let me
0: put so, this in perspective for you out there so you understand this, okay? Let's just talk about uh, group health insurance employer-sponsored or or, or uh, an individual policy through ACA. You have a deductible, you have a coinsurance, an out-of-pocket max, all right? You've also got a finite amount of money on all of those policies that cover Air ambulance, ambulance service. Sometimes it's five hundred, sometimes it's a thousand, sometimes it's a couple thousand. But most of the carriers limit that amount that they're going to cover for that. So there's there's your first issue. All right. Let's say that 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 that, 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 that you meet the deductible in the whole nine yards, and they cover that. You, you're if you're still responsible for whatever the carrier doesn't cover, that could be five thousand. That could be whatever. It could be. It could be ten thousand. Could be more. All right. And you won't know that. Uh, until after the fact. The $59 a year membership, this is why this is so important, eliminates that whole issue. You don't have to worry about whatever it is, it's taken care of. And by the way, for all of you chronologically challenged out there, like me that are on Medicare, okay? Medicare does not cover 20% of these expenses. So if you're just on a Medicare A and B, you're out of pocket for 20% of everything regarding that particular incident. That includes air ambulance, that includes your hospital stay, the whole nine yards, unless you have a Medicare supplement or Medicare Advantage plan. And then there are out-of-pocket costs there as well. So, again, the membership makes a big difference for people, and it gets rid of all that. Correct. Okay, now, I thought I was going to tell a little story. I mentioned this earlier. I have a client, I had a client uh, back when I had the agency in Washington, Missouri. It was a Frick's Meats was the name of the company. They had, they're in Washington, Missouri, a rural community. A flight of one of their employees had a horrible accident in one of the machines that you can, you know, imagine what it's like to work in a meat processing facility with his hand had to be life flighted to Barnes Jewish in St. Louis, $54,000. Is what that bill was. And I remember because I, we got the bill, we got a copy of the bill, and we're like, what happened here? Okay. And that was one of these conglomerate air companies, okay, that, that and, and they were pursuing this gentleman uh, for the part that he was supposed to have to pay. We had to intercede on his behalf and get that resolved, but it was a mess. Matt. And, you know, <laughs> the, the, your approach to this versus that approach, that approach was drop the hammer. We want to get paid. And there was a collection agency involved. By the time I got the information, you know, we had to get those people to back off and get the whole thing resolved, which we did. But it took about three months to get it fixed.
2: As we said, you know, patients are people. And when we're we're dealing with people on what may be the very darkest day that they have, um, not only are, are they extremely sick and have to go take a, a an ambulance trip. Uh, but they're also in a hospital oftentimes for weeks or even months in some cases. And then they have to go home to rehab and all kinds of other things after the fact. And many of them end up losing their jobs because in that particular case, you know you may not be physically capable of doing the job um, that you did before. And so these, these people are going through major life changes. These are traumatic experiences um, both on the body and emotionally, yeah. physically, uh, and, and financially. So the very last thing that somebody needs is a, a company – knocking down their door, trying to uh, Im- improve the financial position of their private investor owners, um, they, need, they need somebody to give them a little bit of grace. And um, LifeLight Eagle's approach to the billing, obviously we have to, we have to cover costs, yeah. um, but our approach to the billing is to take care of the people and to work with the people, uh, not to simply squeeze them for
0: every dime we can get. So, so Roxanne, you mentioned this when we were talking about this earlier. How important is it to have those relationships with the large insurance carriers in town? That's You're ex- talking about the Blue Crosses, the, Atenos, the yeah? the... You know, that's something you guys have had for a long time. That's a lot different it's extremely than, what important. We see, than what we see with the, the conglomerate companies that in a lot of cases don't have any relationship, and they're really not interested in that medical reimbursement from the carrier. They want that money from you. So talk about how those relationships that you have here are make such a difference for you and for the patient being flown.
1: Well, it's extremely important, and, you know, then the patient's not having to deal with those issues up front. You know, the insurance is paid and they're covered and they know that that's taken care of. So they're not caught in the middle of it. That's the biggest piece of it.
0: And the benefit for in-network, folks, you know, I spent 22 years as a broker consultant. The the benefit for in-network versus out-of-network is a really big deal. It's usually about 40%, okay? And, And so... I think that you know. Again, we're going back to the relationships, thirty years in the community, and how all of that comes together um, and, and makes makes yeah. a big difference for folks. Talk a little bit, Matt, if you can, a little bit about, uh, and we we highlighted this in the past, but a little bit about the corporate membership programs because we've got employers, especially out in the rural communities, that are now making this part of. What they do for their employees. Before we go to break, let's chat about that.
2: Absolutely, we our corporate membership program allows an employer to purchase a membership on behalf of their employees, and it works the same way as our our individual memberships. Um, but it's just a great it's a great added benefit that they can put into their uh, package for their employers because, as we know, health insurance costs aren't going down any. That's um, a fact. And so, what can you do? That's that's an inexpensive way to. Uh, bring an additional benefit to your to your employees. And so that's that's become extremely popular, and we're doing more and more of those. Um, and those are actually even available because we're selling them in, in bulk um, at a deeper discount. So it's even less than the $59.
0: So if you're an employer out there or a human resources director, um, you know, you, you have a company you're interested in that, give them a call at 888-601-4913. That's 888 Or that information is on the website at lifeflighteagle.org lifeflighteagle.org. We'll be right back after the break. To wrap it up, stay tuned. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate broadcasting here on the HIA radio network, coast to coast across the USA. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, show broadcasting coast-to-coast across the USA here on the HIA Radio Network. You can find out more about us by going to the website americashealthcareadvocate.com. Shows are posted up there. There are videos up there. There's a lot of information on the website. Feel free to go up there. And if you want to, send me an email. My producer, Mr. Darren Wilhite, I'm your host, Kerry Hall. We're going to wrap it up in this segment. We've got Roxanne Shanks, Joey Ariza, and Matt Doherty in studio with me from Life Flight Eagle. We're talking about what they do here in our community, how they serve our community, and frankly, how fortunate we are that they are here. Um, I've talked about the membership program, both corporate and individual. The individual program is $59 a year for the whole family. The phone number is 888-601-4913. 888-601-4913 888 601 4913, or lifeflighteagle.org is the website, lifeflighteagle.org. All right, so you do something, you know, you're a local community based service, but you've got a national advocacy program. What is that all about?
1: Yeah, Lifeflight Eagle is a member of an association that is on a national level, and I actually have the privilege of serving as the executive director for that association. And it's the Association of Critical Care Transport. And it is a, an association that was formed in the late 2000s. And it's a patient advocacy association that is made up of about 50 critical care transport programs throughout the country and about 25 other business organizations that support critical care transport industry, whether it be helicopter manufacturers, other businesses that sell medical equipment to the associations right. and things, but it's people with the same values and alignment and missions that are all focused on the patients in this industry and how can we make it better for the patients. So they focus on advocacy in Washington DC around the patients, whether it be around legislative issues, um, this whole surprise medical billing, balance billing piece that we're well, going to we'll talk about. we chat about that a minute. Um, and, and standards of care for the industry um, back to the clinical side. That's been a huge focus of this association, but on the um, balanced billing piece, they have been working on legislation and for about two years now. And a lot of work has gone into this whole piece about balanced billing and how we can be more accountable in the industry and transparent around cost and doing what's right for the patients and getting them out of the middle of balanced billing. And so they have um, done a lot of work around it. They are four of our members are on the Um, legislative committee that has been appointed for the patient, the patient billing advisory committee that's been appointed at the national level. And they um, will have recommendations out by the summertime. So it's, it's, they do great work. Yeah. A lot of exciting work.
0: I'm just going to kind of jump into one piece here. I think it's interesting because we see this a lot and you, there's a new reg out by uh, the Trump administration on surprise billing they're, they're really trying to get this thing under control. We see it in the ERs. We see it with anesthesia. And we see it uh, on in these kinds of situations with their ambulance. Balanced billing. That means what didn't get paid by the insurance carrier, okay, that you're going to be stuck with, okay? And we just talked about the approach Life Flight Eagle uses versus the approach Conglomo Air uses. So that's very interesting that you guys. So, and let me guess, I'm going to guess that a lot of these air ambulance services in this association are... Community based services.
1: They are nonprofit
0: hospitals. I kind of figured Correct. that was going to be the case. That's a large
1: piece of them. <laughs> Correct. That is true.
0: Yes. Yeah, I kind of thought that was going yeah. to be the case. Yes. So uh, you also talked about standards, and let, let's chat about that. Joey, why are standards important? So that there, I, I assume what you mean by that is there's continuity or some continuity mm-hmm. across the spectrum so that people are providing yes. the same level or trying to provide. Chat about that. Yes.
3: Nope. I think you hit it on the nose there. Um, this is just about, um, standardizing across the board um, what everybody is doing and what they're providing and um, keeping everybody, making sure everybody's staying in line with that.
0: So, Matt, chat a little bit about, because, uh, you know, there, there are different levels of service for different helicopters, and one of the ones here locally that is very different is, is, the, is the Children's Mercy, which makes me think of the standards issue, okay? So, t- you're doing a totally different kind of transport there. Talk about that for a bit.
2: Sure. Sure. Children's Mercy would do something that we call a specialty transport, where they're taking care of the the neonate patients, um, the brand new babies um, who are super sick, as well as other kids who are super sick. And one of the the strange things about the air medical industry and regulation in the air medical industry is that um, companies can charge whatever they want to. There are no rules about what what they can charge and what they can't charge. And there are no rules um, from an insurance side of things on, on how much does insurance or Medicare Pay based on or the capability. If they don't pay. Or if they don't pay based on the capability, it's kind of a free for all, if you will. And so, one of the things that the Association of Critical Care Transport is doing is trying to help um, create reimbursement um, that coincides with the level of care that is being provided. So, if you um, are doing the specialty transport care. Um, like what a Children's Mercy is doing, you may be reimbursed at a higher level because not only are you providing a higher level of care, it's a more expensive level of care. Yes. Um, that, that's our sister program, and they right. fly a bigger, more expensive helicopter um, than what we do out in our communities. But they do a lot of different things they than a helicopter. Uh, absolutely. They do They do some amazing things and, and do some amazing work. Um, and so th- by creating the standards um, and creating those different tiers of of care, um, it allows for uh, organizations to be reimbursed at a more appropriate level for the care that they're providing and also holds the companies accountable so that it, it's not just free for all charge, whatever you want to. It's truly that patients are getting what they're paying for and that the patient um, knows no matter what organization would come to pick them up that that, that organization um, meets those minimum standards. And is capable of providing the care that that customer um, deserves, even though they didn't wake up that morning knowing that they were going to need that type of care.
0: Before we wrap it up, Roxanne, a little bit about uh, the safety issue and the fact this association is very involved in the safety side of this. You guys have now launched the ground ambulance service specifically for inclement weather issues. Mm -hmm. Just chat a little bit about that before we close it out.
1: There is a huge piece around safety and this organization has safety standards as well and the safety that they, you know, wrote into this. But, you know, the FAA has a huge piece in the safety and over the years they have implemented a lot of mandatory safety standards, but it's really focused on the aircraft itself. And this organization is really looking at the patient safety side right. of it. And that's really kind of been left out of everything because the FAA is looking at the aircraft. No, yeah,
0: they're not, they're not concerned about they're that. They're not looking they're at t- the patient totally safety side. And so side that's the what deal. the
1: association focuses on is the patient safety side.
0: Well, thank you all very much. It was great having you up here. Great thank to get you, you in studio finally after all these years, here. Roxanne. I was glad to I have know. you here. Thank you, Karen. If you want information okay. on the membership program, if it's a, corporate membership, individual, or maybe, you know, maybe you're interested in how you can get involved with Life Flight Eagle as a volunteer or on a philanthropic side, the phone number is eight 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 six zero one forty nine thirteen eight 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 six zero one forty nine thirteen. 888-601-4913. The website, lifeflighteagle.org, lifeflighteagle.org. Membership, $59 a year. That's it for the whole family. And now, ladies and gentlemen, I leave you with this thought from Martin Luther King. Americans must learn to live together as brothers and sisters, or we will surely perish together as fools. Thank you for listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA, here on the HI radio network. Goodbye, America.